This is a diet of Brussels. Can we sum up everything in five minutes? Um, you've been patient uh, with me over the past uh, 13 months. You've had pretty much, uh, ooh, it's almost 30 hours now of me talking about lots of different aspects to this referendum, uh, the issues, the uh, the way, the conduct of the negotiations, um, and also, you know, listening to, to other voices. So it hasn't actually been all me, so you're getting off lightly. However, in this episode, I want to just try and put it all together and give you a very brief overview of what I think are the, the main points to, to bear in mind. So I said before, I'm not really interested in which way you vote, but I'm interested in you being able to feel that you've made an informed decision uh, about this referendum. I think that's maybe the first point, that this vote really matters. This is something that is not a by-election. It's not uh, just uh, a bit of uh, fun. It's something which will have uh, important material consequences for you individually, uh, for this country, uh, and uh, internationally. You know, it will have an impact uh, in the rest of Europe and beyond. So your voice and your vote is important. Now, that matters because I think, I, you know, I'd always be wanting people to vote on the, the matters at hand, but the temptation here uh, and we've seen a lot during this campaign, is to focus on the personalities. Is it Dave? Is it Boris? Uh, you know, what do you think about this person or that person? Um, it's not about the people. Um, this is uh, a decision of a magnitude that goes far beyond what any one individual, indeed any group of uh, people, uh, can control or determine that uh, the consequences of the decision are going to be one that we live with for a long time. Now, uh, that means that individual politicians are going to be very limited in uh, the impact that they can have. Now, having said that, I think that's the, the second key point. Whilst it's really important, it's not the only thing that will matter in this. Um, the success of either option of remaining or of leaving is going to depend just as much if not more on what uh, the current government the next government and governments after that uh, do here in the UK as it does on whether we're in or out of the EU that the shape of the country that we live in today has been affected by EU membership but it has not been determined by EU membership that the agendas that we've seen about uh, deregulation, about liberalisation, about uh, the changing nature of the states, all of those things have been driven very much by Westminster, not by Brussels. So, uh, if you like, uh, this is a warning that this referendum in of itself won't solve anything it's uh, what uh, a government chooses to do in response to your decision that will really matter. So uh, keep that in mind when you're voting in the next uh, few general elections because that will actually be the key determinant. Now, how do you make up your mind uh, about this? Well, hopefully, if you've uh, been listening to these podcasts and you've been reading around the issues, then you, you feel that you've got a, a grasp of what's going on. 
in five minutes I'm not going to be able to outline all of these uh, points but I think I just want to give you a couple of uh, ideas that can help guide you through what goes on. The first one's about risk and this is uh, an idea that's been communicated to me uh, by economists. Uh, you might have heard it also from uh, Martin Lewis, uh, the financial uh, commentator who uh, was writing uh, in the past couple of weeks. If uh, we leave the EU, then we will have a greater degree of risk uh, attached to our future development than if we stay. Now, that's not to say that staying is risk-free. It is just that it is less risky. It's uh, a known situation, broadly speaking, although the EU will be uh, changing as we go through time. But we will do it from a position where we currently are rather than from a uh, what necessarily is a, an unknown uh, arrangement that we might have with the EU. So if you're feeling that you are averse to risky situations, then uh, remain looks like the safer bet because it is the safer bet. However, it's also clear that economists uh, can agree that there is a short-term economic cost to exiting. Uh, everyone agrees on that, even the ones uh, who agree on other uh, disagree on other points. But in the long run, you know, again, it comes back to this point of what different governments choose to do. Uh, leaving might be uh, a good thing for the British economy, but it might also be a, a very bad thing for the British economy. And we, we simply don't know uh, in the longer run. But uh, we can have a bit more confidence about uh, the future, that the range of options looks a bit narrower if we uh, stay in the EU. Second issue is to think a little bit about the impact of this decision on you. Again, this is something that will affect you in different ways. It might affect your job, it might affect the uh, conditions of employment, it might affect your ability to travel around, uh, it might affect family members in different kinds of ways. Maybe uh, if you've got young family members who want to go travelling or studying or working abroad. You might have older family members who are living uh, overseas uh, who might be affected uh, by this. But I think it's also useful to think, think about what this means for the country. For me, one of the real disappointments has been the lack of a discussion about where this country is heading what kind of society we want, what kind of country uh, we want to have. And uh, EU membership is clearly a, a touchstone for some of those debates, but it has not been the, the key driver of what we've got, and we're not going to see that in these last few days of campaigning. And again, this is why uh, this debate will be something that will carry on well beyond the 23rd uh, of June, because uh, without that debate, we, we simply don't know what we want uh, to achieve. And uh, uh, the question of EU membership is almost uh, an irrelevance, because uh, without that uh, broader discussion, we have no context in which to make that decision. So what I'd be urging you to think about is, well, what kind of country do you want? What kind of society uh, do you value? If you can think about those issues and then work backwards to uh, what that means for the EU, does the EU help you in moving towards those objectives or does it uh, discourage you? The final idea that I will leave you with uh, in this episode is just the notion about uh, conspiracy. 
you've heard an awful lot of rot uh, uh, being talked about the EU, about British politics. You've been told that you can't trust anybody uh, uh, on either side. And that makes it very hard to have confidence in what anybody's saying. So I'm not going to uh, try and uh, uh, argue that point any more than I already have. Instead, what I'd suggest is that uh, conspiracies tend not to exist, in my uh, opinion. That uh, people have generally good intentions in what they want to do. That uh, the structure of a state the structure of the EU, is such that no one person or indeed one group of people has control to the extent that conspira conspiracy theorists uh, will talk about. Instead, what we're seeing, I think, is the result of what is a natural political process, which is about negotiation, about discussion, about compromise and concession, uh, and about trying to find consensus. Now, that means that the system looks a bit messy. It looks a bit unsatisfactory. But if you consider the alternatives, then you might wonder whether it's such a bad thing. Yes, no one person or group of people can shape the system by themselves, but it also means that no one person or group of people can shape it by themselves. Instead, the people who really matter ultimately remain you, the people, the voter. So I think you should feel confident that you do have power, that you do have an opportunity to shape things, not just in this referendum, but beyond. We're going to be uh, doing a few more episodes of this podcast. There'll be some uh, wrap-up uh, after referendum, and uh, depending on what happens, maybe this carries on a bit further, although having previously entered into a, an open-ended commitment uh, on this, I hesitate a little bit to do so now. However, if you still have questions, get in touch. I'm happy to do podcasts and help wherever I can. So, think about how you are going to vote. Think about uh, that context that I've talked about. And, uh, well, the main thing, I think, is to actually vote. If you don't vote, you lose your voice. Uh, you lose your input into this debate. And, uh, well, uh, that's it for now. <laughs>